Hey y'all, welcome to Coffee Break with Andy. My name is Andy Andy Mpo and on this podcast we chat all things navigating life in our 30s and just trying to find the right balance between life, socializing, relationships, career, you know, all that good stuff. And if that's something you really enjoy, do stay tuned. However, go grab yourself a cup of coffee because who child... We need a coffee break. I don't know if you could tell that I'm kind of feeling sluggish this morning. Well, I'm recording this in the morning. I don't know when you're listening to this, but this morning as I'm recording this, I'm feeling kind of sluggish. And it's so crazy because uh, a couple of days ago, so a week or so ago, I can't, I can't quite remember, I saw Google from After School's After School um, posted on her Instagram about year end fatigue. And I was like, oh my God, year end fatigue? I don't know what that is this year because I'm not feeling anything i'm feeling energized i feel great i'm ready to take over the world and then it dawned back to me why i have been feeling that way right why i've been feeling energized and usually at this time of the year i'm the one person that's feeling down and out i have no strength in me to continue however this is the crazy thing this is how crazy the universe works sometimes and then just from that i'm like okay my next episode is going to, is going to be about how i managed to prevent year end fatigue naturally because i don't take any supplements i'm doing things naturally then this morning i wake up i'm just like wow i'm tired guys i'm tired <laughs> i am tired but i think my tired is just not it's not year end fatigue tired it's i had a busy week tired i need to just listen to my body and rest and just take it easy that's all I, that's all i need to do just take it easy it's a sad day you know just chill um and then you know do my little sunday reset that does not involve any heavy lifting I never understand the Sunday reset where you are literally spring cleaning. Guys, let's just, for two seconds, why is it called Sunday reset and then you are heavy lifting, you are pushing things and you are spring cleaning, you are deep cleaning your house. That's not Sunday reset, that's literally just spring cleaning. I feel like a reset is when you just take time to relax. You know what? I think the next episode also, I will then talk about Sunday Reset, how I see it and how I've been doing it and why I think this is the way to do your Sunday Reset. We'll get into it. But for now, let's just chat about how to prevent or manage year end fatigue naturally. I want to say prevent more than manage because prevention is better than cure. And I know... That sometimes these things, we need to discuss them early on. Because by now, it's a bit too late, guys. People are tired. Like, a lot has happened. But I think if we could talk about it now, you could try to implement certain things and work on yourself. And maybe you can manage your year-end fatigue naturally. And maybe you could create these healthier habits that will prevent you from having year-end fatigue in the next year. 
Okay. So the one thing that I have realized that has worked for me this year so much, guys, and I advocate for this, I truly believe in this more than anything. If I speak to people, anybody that has spoken to me this year on a very personal level, we they've shared anything deep with me on how they really feel and the things that they that, that are happening in their lives. I always say this like without fail you can ask anybody that i've had conversations with this year that are really deep it's therapy guys therapy is what everybody needs especially if you are going through stuff if you have episodes of stuff in your life you need therapy that's the first thing i'm going to say is if you are able to control your stress through therapy therapy you are on a right start to managing and preventing your year-end fatigue because let me tell you the honest truth about year-end fatigue is more mental than it is physical mentally when you are drained physically you can't do anything like for instance right now as i mentioned that this morning i woke up a bit sluggish and feeling very tired and i'm like you know what it's so funny because i'm about to record this episode however the beautiful thing about it, it's physical exhaustion because I had worked so hard this week that my body is just like, oh girl, <laughs> I see you, you're trying to get snatched. More so like working out, working out a lot. You know, I've been working out quite a lot this week. I went really hard this past week. And so now my body's like, girl, we see you trying to get snatched, but relax, chill out. And I'm just taking the time to listen to it. It's not so my mental. My mental, I'm in a better place than God. I thank Jehovah. I'm at a better, better place. And I've shared techniques or strategies I've used to get myself where I am, despite all the chaos happening around me. So managing stress... Or controlling your stress. Let's just say managing stress for better use because controlling sounds a bit... Hmm. Managing stress through therapy is one technique or strategy that I use to prevent or manage my year and fatigue and just my life in general. I started therapy this year for the very first time in my whole entire life. And it's something that I never knew I needed Actually, I had an idea that I needed therapy, most especially when I lost my aunt, because I was trying to cope the way I normally cope with stress, but it was not working. It was just not working. And when therapy came to my attention, I was like, this is exactly what I need. I need therapy. But it took me two to three years to eventually get a therapist. And it's a beautiful experience. Um, but the crazy thing, these therapies are always booked. <laughs> therapies are booked. I'm like, wow, at the beginning of this journey, my therapies was always available. <laughs> but now she's like always booked. But because I took a huge break um while I was just going through my own depression and trying to figure things out on my own and going back to my old habits that I was no longer priority at that point. And I understand she had she has new clients that she has to deal with and she prioritizes them. But now I think when she sees that I'm back, I'll be get <laughs> I get back into it properly, you know? So the first thing I've realized that helps me it's therapy. And the second thing that I think I've kind of mentioned earlier on, also I've, I mentioned this quite a lot, like I'm trying to get back into shape, I'm working out, I'm exercising. 
Guys, exercise is tiring, okay? It's exhausting. But one thing it does for your mental. Oh, fam. My mental is just blown away. Like, just one session of exercising sets me up for the day. Guys, I think I'm going to have an, an, a separate episode just talking to you about how this year has been up, down, and how I'm getting up now and exercising. Exercising and other things that I'm going to mention also here has helped me so much in getting myself up. I am generally a person that really works hard. I put in my all in the work that I do. I'm very passionate. I'm very energetic. I'm enthusiastic. One thing about me, you can never, like if I'm working, I'm, I put everything into whatever I'm doing. But this year, things happened this year, right? And I kind of fell off and I was a bit lazy. I was not putting my all into whatever I was doing. And I'm being honest with you guys. This is the honest truth because I was going through it and my mental was kind of shaky. And the one thing that I can mention that has helped me is exercising. Exercising is so amazing. It's exhausting. I mean, like my thighs can feel it. My arms can feel it. My back, my stomach, everything, my feet, everything. I can feel it because I'm doing all these workouts. I'm running. I'm walking 10,000 steps a day. I'm doing all these things. I'm doing my squats. I'm doing all these things, right? But once I'm done... I've refreshed myself. I took my shower, my bath. Babe, babe, I can conquer the world. That's how I feel. I'm like, I can take over the world. I feel great. I feel amazing. I feel like, yeah, I'm about this business, okay? Okay, the third thing that I feel like it's very important, my body's telling me right now, you need to get enough rest where you actually sleep. I'm not talking about just rest sitting, but rest where you're sleeping. It does not even matter how many hours it is. But okay, no, it does matter. But what I mean is, sometimes, because I used to suffer from chronic or severe insomnia. Chronic sounds really deep, no, babe. Severe insomnia. And I had to rely on tablets to, fall, to make sure that I fall asleep. And I hated that. So I put myself off the tablets because I wanted to fall asleep naturally. And it was a struggle. It was a fight. When I eventually fell asleep, oh my God, consistently, I was the happiest girl alive. I was so happy because you know why? I believe in sleep. Guys, I believe in sleep. Rest is so important. To just reset your body, to get your body to the right place. You need to get the rest. That's why God created it. There was no way God had created rest and for you to not utilize it. I know people will say that I will rest when I die, but you're going to speed up your death process. You're going to speed up dying because you're going to die earlier than what you were supposed to die because you chose not to rest. So rest being getting those hours of shut eye sleeping, like literally you are sleeping. Yo, guys, it's the most important thing. I cannot emphasize this more than I have right now, right? And for those daytime nappers, I think you need to try to cut down on those. Daytime napping takes away time to sleep at night. I remember I was speaking to somebody that I like. And he was saying that the body is like programmed to understand when the sun goes up. 
that we need to rise and the sun goes down, then we also need to rest. And therefore, that means during the day, it's your most productive hours. Therefore, if you're sleeping, you're taking away time for being productive, one, and to also be able to sleep at night because you've already rested during the day. So if you can avoid day night, um, excuse me, daytime napping, you, you would have done yourself a, a great deal of whatever, I don't know the word I'm trying to say, but you would have done yourself the best thing ever. Because for instance, with me, I don't nap during the day. I don't care. I don't nap during the day. I avoid napping. As I mentioned, I had suffered insomnia. So one of the things that I stopped doing was napping during the day when I was fighting insomnia. And the only time you see me nap during the day, then you should definitely know for sure 100% that I'm not feeling well. I might be sick. That's the only time I would nap during the day. But just take daytime nap because it's hot and I just want to... No. I'd rather just sit, sit up straight, lift my feet and relax. (laughs) And just relax. If I feel like I'm a little bit exhausted, I just need time off. Relax. And then continue with work after 10 minutes rest or 20 or 30 however long and i think also scheduling these things are very important like if you know that you're going you want to sleep you want to sleep at 9 p.m or 10 or 11 and you know that you're waking up at 4 at 3 at 5 depending you know you could pace it out as long as you get at least four hours of sleep in a day you're good to go for instance with me i started going to bed at nine and I'd wake up around two, three o'clock because I'm like a little bit productive during those hours. My creativity flows. My creativity Jesus just flows in the AMs. And it worked for me. It really did, you know. And when I'm doing um clients work, when I'm working with clients, that's what I do. I do great at that at the, at those hours. Um but then the nice thing is I actually slept early, opposed to trying to wake up at three but i've only went to bed at midnight it just would not work you understand so i scheduled it i designed it that way and during the day i'd feel great still i'd be up probably like two probably at 2 a.m and go to bed at four so i i stayed up for two hours just to work and then at 6 a.m i'm up to go for my run and i'm up 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 like i'm not going back to sleep i'm gonna go back to sleep at 9 p.m you understand so i've already planned out that schedule i have an alarm that goes off i wake up before it even goes off sometimes and i love that for myself that my body now knows like hey babes you need to wake up so it's all about scheduling your sleeps and making sure that you actually sleep during the time that you said you're going to sleep, Guyana. You understand? And the fourth thing that I want to mention is that diet is king. And I am struggling. <laughs> Guys, this is my struggle. And I feel that this week, however, I've been so consistent with my diet. And I've been so disciplined. And I, you know how I mentioned how discipline is so important. And this week I've been disciplined. But I think my struggle, it's most so financial. If I had the financials right, 1,000% right, diet wouldn't be an issue. Because I'll be able to afford to eat what I need to eat to feel good and feel energized and feel great and mentally just, you know, boosted just from food. Like we get supplements, you know, them supplements that offer you all of these things. For instance, I suffer from iron deficiency and there are iron deficiency um, supplements that help. However, 
if you get them in food, it's way better because you're not taking other toxins that may be included in those supplements. If you could just eat right, you know, like if you think of the food that you currently eat, well, the food that I used to eat, right? Like, guys, in South Africa, we eat bab. But what is bab? What what are the nutritious value in bab, guys? Let's just be real. What are the nutritional values in bab? There are no nutritional value in bab, and I know that we love our bab. Yes, guys, you can come attack me all you want. I know, I know, bab is something that every South African love. But me, I'm taking the decision to cut it out. Like, I'm cutting it out. I'm cutting it out. I'm more on a low carb journey because carbs hold so much sugar and especially because i'm trying to lose weight i'm trying to lose weight on the stomach area and my tummy is usually we all know what causes that it's sugar sugar does that and you know especially in this heat guys in this heat you want to have things that are going to give you a little bit more strength that will help the sun do its work you know the energy do its work in your body and that's by incorporating food that has that are high in fiber you know whole grains and vegetables healthy oils and nuts and those kind of stuff especially vegetables green vegetables i love vegetables i love the fact that i love vegetables i thank god i love vegetables and therefore it's not difficult for me to now um Jumping into the jumping onto having kale, broccoli, and all these green leafy type of vegetables because those are the most healthy ones. They have high content of nutritional value. Okay, I think if you really prioritize food, your diet, and you eat healthier, you know, like healthy proteins and cut down on carbs and add a little bit more greeny leafy vegetables you are good to go you'll feel energized you feel lighter guys you know when you feel do you know the feeling of having chips stuffed chips and fish and russian in the afternoon while it's hot that thing that those guys the food will press it down that you can't you feel like you can't do anything itis is the itis is real and so you don't ever want to feel that way why would anybody want to feel that way i only want to feel that way on christmas day guys i only want to feel the itis on christmas day no other day because during the the year all i want to do is be productive productive in my life whether it's just productive in my emotional life my relationships whatever the case may be i just want to be productive i don't want to feel sluggish all the damn time it makes no sense so if i could eat healthier foods that will make me feel lighter i'm good to go let's cut down all of all of that nonsense and these foods that we eat serve no purpose have no nutritional value does nothing for us but just makes us feel worse than we already do we're already battling our stresses we're already battling the fact that we are exhausted mentally let's not make it even worse by eating unhealthy food i think we don't get so much education about how good eating good does for your body and your mental and this is where i come in and tell you that hey if you can if you might if you can just choose to eat healthier over unhealthy food i know for me as i mentioned if i had no financial issues i think i would be 
good. I think I'd be good. The issue now is that, yo, where do I get all this money from? I don't have money. And at home, they eat what they eat, you know, and they're going to eat what they eat. But wherever I try, I'll try to cut down. If it means just having one spoon of pop, that's what I'm going to have then. A whole plate of pop. Lower. Just reducing it because at the end of the day, I don't want my body to not know what's going on. Like, okay, you say you want to lose weight, you're working hard, but you're still feeding me nonsense. What do you want? You get what I'm saying? And again, I want to stay energized and, you know, but I'm not assisting my body. How do I expect my body to work the way it's supposed to function if I'm not assisting it? You get what I'm saying? That's what I'm getting with this. Okay, moving right along. The first thing that I'm going to say might upset a lot of people. But I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Limit your alcohol consumption, guys. You guys drink too much. <laughs> you guys drink and smoke. The shisha. The cigarettes. The zol. Oh, what guys. Let's reduce. Let's just reduce a little. Just a little bit. Um, I drink alcohol, don't get me wrong. I love a little birth here and there. I think also the reason why I feel a bit exhausted this morning is because I had two glasses of wine last night. And two glasses too many. Guys, <laughs> two glasses is too many. I'm at a point in my life where one glass is more than enough for me. Um, and also because I had a very long day yesterday. I was under the sun the whole entire day. Whoa, guys. Wow. <laughs> Story for another day. But I had two glasses of wine last night. And maybe that's why I feel a bit punched up or whatever the case may be. I won't say I'm hanging. I don't think I am. I just feel exhausted, like, physically. I don't think I'm hanging. But I would say that if you could reduce alcohol consumption... Take it in moderation. I'm not saying stop completely because, child, I'll be lying. I didn't stop. Well, I drink alcohol once in like three, four weeks, you know. It's not something that I go to daily. And this is what I'm going to come to. The one thing that I go to daily, and this is the sixth point I want to raise with you, is to drink plenty of water. I do not make that mistake. In a day, I drink a lot of water. Guys, it's hot outside. If we could stay hydrated, we are good. We are good. Our bodies are just going to be like, yeah, thank you. Okay? Because even dehydration can cause you to feel really exhausted and can cause you to get headaches and you can feel down and out. But if you add liquids into your body, hydration into your body, and by liquids I mean water, pure water, then your body will be, you know, will re, what, what itself, I don't know the word, replenish itself, I think that's the word, English is not my mother tongue, <laughs> but you get the gist, you get what I'm trying to say, so limit your alcohol consumptions, increase your water intake, okay, and just a little bonus. This is just a little bonus just to throw in and throw in there. If you're able to just lighten your workload or reduce your workload a little bit, if you're able to. I think overworking ourselves is what gets us really down there. 
really down in the pits. Once we overwork ourselves, child, we are down in the pits. If we could just reduce a little bit. And by work, it could be your social life. It could be your relationships. It could be anything. I can imagine you being in, in a relationship that you're always overcompensating, always just bending backwards for your partner. Like, this is a time where you just have to stop doing that and be like, yo, Joe, let's meet each other somewhere because, like, I'm doing too much and this is exhausting me. Or just leave the partner. <laughs> just leave the partner because, you know what, relationships can also be so exhausting, guys. Ew. Relationships can be extremely exhausting. I know that for a fact. So, by workload, could also be just you... You know, turning down the workload on relationship or your social life. You know, maybe you always go out. I, guys, I don't, I'm not going to mention who, just in case they listen. I don't want them to be like, yeah, why are you throwing me under the bus? But somebody very special to me, we're chatting by SMS and it was like, this guy was like, he's just getting home and he's just going to dress up. Like get showered and dressed up and go to work. I'm like, where'd you come from? He's like, yo, Mugruvo. You know, this person went out to go party and then came back in the AM to get ready to go to work. So went to work really exhausted. And I was just like, this is not healthy at all. And I'm going to repeat it again on here that it is absolutely not healthy. Do you understand that now you're giving social life, you're over, you're working overtime for social life as well. You go out to party when you're supposed to be resting to get yourself all rested and, you know, feeling great so you could function properly, properly at your work. How, how do you expect to function properly at work when you are just a rock star? Like, unless if your work requires you to be rock, to be a rock star. And so... That's what overworking is. If you can reduce either one of those. Because sometimes you cannot reduce the workload at work. Because deadline is deadline, Baba. Deadline is deadline. There's nothing you can do about it. But if you could just reduce the, the workload elsewhere, do it. If you're able to do it at work, great. For instance, it's so crazy because with me, I increased my workload now. My workload is three times more now than it was Two or three months ago. But I'm happy because I'm managing. I'm finding ways to manage and cope. So I'm not complaining. Um, and I need it. Trust me. I need it. Some people need to work to get their head off certain things. It's their coping mechanism. My mom is one of those people that have to work. You cannot find my mom just sitting around. Never that. Not that mother. Not that woman. <laughs> she needs to constantly be busy doing something productive or something you know but yeah anyway guys that's all i have to say to you today and i hope that there's something that you could take from this and if you're opposing what i have to say feel free feel free to communicate it with me and if you have extra points that you'd like to share with the community please do so down below i'll be asking you what ways do you, what methods do you use or strategies do you use to prevent or manage your year end fatigue? So do stay engaged, do follow. Please do follow. <laughs> I would love to hear from you. 
um yeah until next time this is coffee break with auntie and i hope that you enjoyed this episode ciao make sure that you spread love and you spread positivity into the world Mwah.